Big Tom Callahan anxiously awaits the return of his jolly and wacky son, Chris Farley, so he can show off his new smoking hot stepmom. The shock of marrying such a smoke show gives Big Tom a heart attack, and Chris Farley has to go out and sell a half a million brake pads with beta boy David Spade, or Dan Aykroyd will take down Callahan Auto Parts with his American working man Zelinsky meat. I could get a good look at a T-bone steak by sticking my head up a bull's ass, Guys, let's talk about Tommy Boy. Look what I have created! I have made fire! I have made fire! I think this is one of the traits of a really good producer. Keep the talent at She just killed a helicopter with a car. He's out of bullets. All right, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break yourself, fool! Oh, I'm sorry, did I break your concentration? It's important that we we get together on this thing. If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing. I could just glue it. Sandbagging, son of a bitch. Y'all ready to bust the ass? Lick a license. Hey, lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. I am an FBI agent. You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Do you know who I am? You that silly ass reporter from the Channel 5 News. I'm Mo Green. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go, I'm bored, let's go. Welcome back to Five Guys Flicking Around. I gotta say, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Today we're talking about Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. Little preface here. Preface? Little preface. (laughs) Little preface here. This is a Joel Smith production. Joel's running the show today. Smitty, take it away. Uh, yes, thank you. Um, I would like to start with a line-by-line reading of the script, if you guys would all indulge me. The art I will indulge process. Yeah. So, uh, Respect we, the process. We, we open Pollard's, to... Uh, <laughs> Pollard's patented line-by-line process. <laughs> we open with a small little chubby boy uh, running to chase a school bus. Well, is he small, little, or chubby? Because those are don't those are conflicting. It was a weird all script. All of the above. <laughs> it can be all. So 1995, 42% on Rotten, but 90% on the fan <laughs> score. So it shows you, you know, the people liked it, you know? Yeah, it's think. a movie for the people. Yeah. I think we can safely say that people liked this movie. I would say so. The people loved- I had never heard of it before. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what we were doing. I thought it was uh, about a little kid named Tommy. Yeah, and it starts out way, that way. In a way. It does yeah. start that way. A little boy named Tommy who grows into a man boy named Tommy. A man child? Man child. Yes. Yeah. Like Dwight Howard. Um, Who's the one that eats all the candy? Is it him? Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom. The candy yeah. Guy. yeah. He was. On the and Lakers Dwight, man. Dwight Howard, too. Also, yeah. Lamar Odom eats all the cocaine. <laughs> yeah. That's why he almost died. Yeah. And I got... thought it was because of Khloe Kardashian. She pushed yeah. him she too hard. She led him to eating all the cocaine. Yeah. And so... then she was like, follow me this way. Yeah. I will lead you. <laughs> did, he, did he blame her for the cocaine habit? I think he spiraled. He spiraled after their breakup. Was it like, uh, it, it was the equivalent of the sex addiction? When you cheat on your spouse, yeah, you just throw it back at their face, and you, you're the reason I do cocaine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's safe to say. That's the typical abuse. Look what you made me do. <laughs> yeah, think I like hitting you. <laughs> you're just so so stupid. Your face Don't raise is, your voice to me, and face I'm, is so punchable. I won't have to discipline. 
<laughs> Introducing our old category, most punchable face. <laughs> wow, that's a 5GFA from the vault right now. Oh there. my yes. god, yes. Most punchable I'm gonna face. I'm going to go with David Spade. I was going to say, all throughout the whole movie, David yeah. Spade for his yeah. unnecessary sarcasm. Got to say, love that it's a crisp hour and a half. Yeah, you're yeah. in, in and out. I don't know. I really enjoyed Funny People, and that's like two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, longer is better <laughs> when it comes to comedy. Comedy? Yeah, is that right? really keep that going. Yeah. Funny, funny People has like a dark side, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm waiting for the magnum His opus. His name is Eric Bana. So, so how does this work again? We jump into first impressions? Yeah. All right, Brandon, first impressions? Um, As I was explaining, I, I mean, I've seen this movie a bunch, but all of the Chris Farley movies just blur together for me I, I don't know one scene from the next if i'm watching uh beverly hills ninja or if i'm watching black sheep or whatever it might be almost heroes is he in that Ooh. it's one of his best oh yeah where he he so, repeatedly goes to make the egg or something yeah. he, and he's like oh i just Rick needed Moranis the show that, love that, that part cuck Marinus. Yeah. so let me restate the three <laughs> the three chris farley movies that i've seen okay. all blend together <laughs> okay and i also thought it was a very astute kind of meditation on the idea of, uh, you know, the auto industry in middle America kind of like coming to an end and how that affects, Interesting. Uh, how that, that affects, the, is oxidized yeah, and how that affects Motown. Oh. And, and, you know, one of the first scenes that you see when he's an adult coming back home is like all these auto places are closing down. Yeah, I like, saw the you, muffler pants. I saw you plant. reading my notes and I'm just appalled that you would take my first impression take on the dying auto industry. I should say, Kyle, I caught you last night reading my notes on this. Well, so you shouldn't leave them out. <laughs> and I'm 54 steps ahead of you. <laughs> and I put my notes in your notebook. First impression, uh, I had this movie on DVD as a kid. I didn't watch it. I've never seen it. Gosh. I'm just here to hang out. <laughs> yeah, there's a, this is one of those movies where it just seemed like it was on all the time. Um, yeah, my first impressions, I, I loved this movie. Um, I hadn't seen it in years. I'd seen it a lot as a kid, but it had been a couple years since I've seen it. And I think just looking back, like, you know, you forget about Chris Farley, obviously, because he died by sticking his head up his ass. But agree to disagree. All right. Shall we start Professor P's plot rundown? Take it, Paul. Run by Mr. J. Uh, so movie starts. Uh, we see uh, the Chris Farley character as a young child and he's in a, a treehouse and he's like running through yards trying to catch up to uh, to the bus to get to school and flashes forward to the same scene of a grown up Chris Farley running through a college campus. Marquette. Trying... Is it is Marquette? It? it is Marquette. The Screaming Seagulls. Oh, what seat are they in uh, in March Madness? They're Start. usually like a three to a six seed, I'd say. I was going to say like a six to an eight. Lately, they've been more like seven to ten. Yeah. They did like. well last year. They're, 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 they're a pretty rich basketball. No history. one's impressed that I just asked that question. The thing that stood out to me, you've already skipped over it, is uh, the not-so-timely named Sandusky Middle School. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Well, it that is was... in, because it's in Sandusky, I know, Ohio. I know. Just like, you know, yeah. him in middle right. schools. And, uh, I was going to bring it up later, kinda, but... Oh, yeah. Paterno's bad night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> what? He's dead. He, he doesn't care if I make fun of him. <laughs> yeah, this is, this and, is he, and he turned another, turned his face, turned his cheek, turned the other cheek. He did turn the other cheek. child molestation. Yeah. So. yeah. You know, <laughs> he turned a blind butt cheek. Yeah, <laughs> he turned a a, bl a blind, blind brown eye. eye. Damn, I was gonna say a blind kid's butt cheek. <laughs> no, I was saying a blind brown eye. I like oh. it. Yeah. 
Jesus. Continue. Uh, so uh, Chris Farley runs in. Uh, he's in college. He's also, running through his campus. Just trying to give you the full Pollard experience by interrupting. Yes. <laughs> but Little Giants music. Did you guys listen to that? Yeah. I just heard it for a second, but I was like, damn, this is straight Little Giants well, music. Well, it was the, na, 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 na. the music yeah. is the music. <laughs> yeah, that's the song. Also in Ohio. The music throughout oh. the whole movie is insane. Yeah, it's like, horrible. I, I have no idea what kind of movie they thought that they were making yeah. when they did the music. Yeah. But it's like Danny. It's like a really weird Danny Elfman score. Yeah. Where it's like this could be well, Beetlejuice. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was so weird. What year was Little Giants released? Ninety three. Ninety four. Right. This, this 94. Is this is 94 is part of the Magic oh. 94. Maybe here. this was the rejected Little Giants musical score. And they're like, we can repurpose this. It'll be <laughs> yeah. Tommy Boy. Yeah, like, exactly. That's, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a giant guy in this movie and a tiny guy. Okay, I got another Ohio picture for you. This one's a different movie. So it's a big fat guy and a little skinny guy. It's about a stupid kid who grows up to be a stupid adult. He's got this what real nerd with him. Bobby Knight's in it. I kind of did the little giants one with a cuck in mind is there a cuck in this movie he dies but yeah he got yeah. cucked <laughs> he cuck. didn't know he was being cucked but he died and he His was true. Hard. uh so tommy boy is in college he uh so he's taking his test and uh looks like a pretty easy history test it says uh Fill Tom, thomas jefferson james madison and blank hancock were like founding fathers and he writes herbie hancock Classic. Mm-hmm. Classic. Who is a famous <laughs> playwright. Yeah, sure. So Tommy uh, tells his rugby boys that he's going to go back and just work for his dad on the docks in Ohio. Just, you know, you're... Must be nice to have that kind of life. Then we fast forward to him getting off a plane and meeting uh, a very contrasting body type person to a him. A milk toast. <laughs> a waif. <laughs> Mr. Yeah, he is definitely a waif. Mr. A wafer. David Spade. Whose name is Ooh, Richard, or you can call him... Not a rake, a fop. His call him Dick, you know, Rich... What's his last name? I don't know. Richard something. Uh, Nixon's. <laughs> Nixon Stein. <laughs> David Spade picks uh, Tommy up uh, at Not the literally, airport. Not literally, but yeah. He, no, in his car. Puts him in his and, car. And uh, they're driving through. We see it's Sandusky, Ohio. Ugh. Yeah. Ouch. We get to the Callahan Auto Parts uh, factory, and Big Tom's talking to the guys from the bank and investors, and he's saying, it's been a family business. It's going to stay in the family, and then one day I'll give it to my son. And then he shows up, and... They do a little like a uh, wrestling bear hug thing. It's appropriate in Sandusky, Ohio to greet <laughs> an older man that way. I also love how like when he's talking about like, oh, my great grandfather took did this company and my, my grandmother before that. Mm. It's all just Brian Dennehy and different yeah, wigs. A, uh, they look on, exactly Yeah, the in little, the portraits on the wall. It's the little great. Easter eggs in this movie are great. And they're clearly oh, yeah. like, you can tell the writers or director had so much fun just putting those kind of things in there. I just imagine Brian Dennehy sitting down to for like a portrait for like a yeah, legit painter. Right. And it's like, all right, this is going to be the old timey one from the 30s. And then we'll yeah, do he's one. Got, like, the uh, shops. Yeah. We meet a little villain type. Rob Lowe, Rob Lowe, getting off a bus and kids like blowing through the bus and he hits him with it. It's like, mm. dang, this guy's bad. Doesn't he litter mm-hmm. too at that yeah. point? Yeah, throws like a. I think it's milk. Milk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Real badass. <laughs> Pretty Franklin esque. Um, That's and, true. And we don't really we don't really know who this guy is yet. And then we flash forward and the dad's like, I got a surprise for you. And they come mm-hmm. home and this just goddess coming out of the pool looks a little like Kyle with his breasts out right now. <laughs> well, I wish you would look at my eyes, but they are out. 
Well, yeah, uh, Bo Derek comes out of the water, who is... Rob Lowe and Bo Derek. Yeah, Rob Lowe and Bo Derek. Bo Derek is just this bodacious babe that is Big Tom's new wife. I never picked up on this. I was fast-forwarding through the movie today, and I stopped at that scene for obvious reasons. Uh-huh. And uh, That scene's inspired your wardrobe today. <laughs> That's right. Tommy Boy goes, Dad, she's like a 10. I never put that joke together of mm-hmm. Bo Derek was in the movie Ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, it always went yeah, over right. my head. I yeah. never until realized. <laughs> I never realized that was Bo Derek. Oh, like yeah. not until this watch because oh, she looks wow. so different in literally every Bo movie Derek, that she's in. Yeah, mm-hmm. played baseball and football and was very good at both. So uh, Tommy and Rob Lowe go out and have a little uh, new brother bonding night out. And they end up doing something that I've never done and I would have loved to do, especially if I was college age. They go cow tipping. You would have loved to tip over a cow. Yeah, we used to go ice blocking. It's like how many animals like did the, you harm while you were ice blocking? Yeah, like, yeah, like, just like, boom. like worst worst case scenario fun. for ice blocking is like you hurt your knee or something. Mm-hmm. Cow tipping is like you get arrested. The cows may be dead. Like they can't pick them up, right? They have to use like some kind of yeah, I machine. Think, yeah. They're so heavy. It's fairly yeah, serious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't, to remedy that situation. Because they can't stand up on their own. Yeah. After right. they get tipped over. And on top of that, like we see in the movie, you could end up in shit, covered in shit. Yeah. So true. a lot of bad things that can happen with cows. Cows were genetically bred from <clears throat> tranquil bulls. Um, but we do. He does run Jackson, into Michelle, the love interest in the movie. Michelle's a babe. She's I love a babe. Michelle. When I was watching it, I was like, "This is just a souped-up Chessie." Yeah, no, I thought <laughs> like, the same thing. I was look, like, uh, "They look pretty comfortable." Yeah, who's Chessie? I got a type. Chesty uh, from Parent Trap. So uh, then we jump into the wedding scene. Big, uh, big Tom's getting ready for the, the mustachioed man that yells out looks so much like Rob Schneider, and it's such a Rob Schneider <laughs> role. It's a Rob Schneider <laughs> like cousin it's such a, or you something. Can do oh, it. that's yeah. that's a great line. I just but like say, I yeah. couldn't stop thinking. If anybody like, has anything they'd like to say, like yeah, to you kidding? Go get him, Tom! Yeah, like, yeah. It's such a Rob Schneider <laughs> line. So the town, we just really get the sense the town loves them, and uh, big people at the wedding. Definitely big people. Yeah, <laughs> tons of people at the wedding. Big people, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, big, the Midwest. big Tom's trying to make a sale. He's got some clients there, and that's where we He's get eight the, whiskey sours deep too. Yeah, the bull's ass mm. line. I can't believe this guy would commit that much financing based on like, come on. Yeah. All right. Well, well <laughs> it's not, this is the 1990s, man. Mm. Like, it sounds like that. he was basically in, but he said he <laughs> wanted to look at the factory. And Tom basically convinced him, like, listen, just trust me. You don't need to look at the factory. He's like, like, I'm honest. That's He's fine. Like, oh, I like that. All right. Yes. 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 Also, <laughs> take my money. my money. Also, after he closes the deal, he says, eight whiskey sours, and I still got it. And it's like, that guy doesn't drink whiskey sours. Right. No Brian way. From Sandusky, Ohio, from Callahan Auto Parts. Yeah. Does not drink whiskey. And if he sour. does, if he does, I he's, the not, he's not the alpha they're painting him to be. No, he's got a, he's got a very soft side. Like yeah. Some Olay. I think shower, he does have know? a soft Ooh, that's side. strong. Can you cut yeah. that with some I sweet and sour you were mix? I an Irish spring man, but no. Yeah, the cocoa butter really yeah. moisturizes on these dry Don't summer tell anyone. <laughs> they're celebrating, and Big Tom says, I need you, Tommy Boy, to get up here. And they have a nice little father-son. It's a fat guy uh, dance off. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, 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 ho, 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 hey, 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 hey. Heart attack. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> this is like one of my favorite transitions in the entire movie. Because like Big Tom passes out. You see everybody gather around him. And then the camera switches to like looking up at the crowd. But it's already the funeral scene. 
Yeah, Peter Siegel directed this, and he knew what he was doing. <clears throat> I mean, we talked the about it last time. Siegel. He went on to do uh, Fifty First Date, so he yeah. did work with and Rob. He did work with Smart, but Rob Schneider. He did mm -hmm. eventually work with him. That he was the prototype. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this it. was the yeah. prototype yeah. for the Rob Schneider character. <laughs> <laughs> so Big Tom has passed, and yep. we transition <laughs> to the board meeting for Calhan Auto Parts. They needed a big loan to do their new auto parts. You know, brake pads, brake pads division. Sorry, and they have an offer here from Zelinsky Auto Parts, run by Dan Aykroyd, to buy the company. So Tommy offers to give his stock so that the company can get the loan. Um, but in order for the company to survive, they have to go out and sell some of these new brake pads. And Tommy says, uh, "I'll do it," but he says, "Hey, I'll take a Beta Boy uh, Dick Rich over here, Dick Richie." A little problem with this part. Yeah, Brian Denny he owns the company, so Big Tom owns started the company. it. Started it. No, his no, he owns it. He his family it. did. He inherited yeah, yeah. it. So along the way, there's some sh other people that have shares. Okay, but he's the only salesman. Yeah, like no, he yeah, runs the too. company. Yeah, yeah. There and he's the only salesman. Sales team. Who's yeah. gonna? There's got to be a team. Like, it says it's a. Uh, it's the like, other fifty guys we have working. It's a company of three hundred employees. Yep. He's literally the only salesman. Yep. It sounds like they have enough of a reputation where they could have found some leverage buyer to like buy a minority stake and yeah. get like yeah. twenty percent or something like that. Isn't yeah. reality. Absolutely whatever business thing you just said. Mm -hmm. I agree with. <laughs> minority stake. So so him and Richard are, are going out on now, a road trip. That's an ad. That's an ad right <laughs> Minority there. stake. There you go. <laughs> minority report, minority Steak stake. <laughs> Tiny Whoa. stakes for kids. <laughs> Hey kids, are you underage? Are you tired of your mom and dad always choosing your steaks instead of letting you pick your own? I know I was, and that's why I started Minority Steaks. Minority Steaks is the first meat-based subscription service specifically for kids. Pick your plan, place your order, and watch the meat pile up on your doorstep. Want to hear something really cool? At Minority Steaks, all of our meat is slaughtered, butchered, packaged, and shipped by kids just like you. We run our entire operation from an undisclosed compound, heavily guarded and hidden. Our cheap labor allows us to pass those savings on to you. So go grab your parents' credit card and order now. Minority Steaks. They're going out on their road trip. They take a couple stops. They have a little pep talk. Can't take no for an answer. They ruffle off a montage of a bunch of guys saying no and Tommy giving up. All right, thanks, bye, and leaving right away. I the, get that. The sales yeah. trip doesn't start well. Doesn't start well. And then they get to a guy that says, maybe. That <laughs> business owner seemed like somebody that needed a visual aid of what brake pads do. Our brake pads are, are brake? safer once have cut it. No, no, no. no. But yeah. again, playing with the little car toys, classic Franklin. Yeah, you're right. And playing sure. with a lighter is also classic for me. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> Those lighters are so cool. The, like, desk, yeah. like, R2-D2, like, looking lighters. That are just, like, oh, yeah. just the classiest. I've looked at buying one so many times, and they're, like, $80. Yeah. It's just like, ah, I don't need that. Wow. How much do you think it would have been back in 1995? Pollard? Absolute, absolute, absolute 311. Absolute 311. Absolute 311. Absolute 311. Who does physical comedy better? Kevin James or Chris Farley? Kevin Chris James. Farley. Chris Farley. Kevin James. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, Chris Farley does, like, bombastic gesture stuff. 
Kevin James is a much more nuanced, like nimble. Kevin James, you is, have to be highbrow to get Kevin James's yeah. physical right. comedy. Right, you just yeah. the the peasants and the pheasants of the world. They're gonna they're gonna gravitate towards Chris Farley, yeah. like Brandon over here. Kevin James moves on like birds of a feet. feather flock together, as they say. <laughs> and this pheasant likes Chris Farley. You piece of shit. <laughs> I like me some Chris Farley. Sorry, like he would have made a, a great Shrek. I'm a Kevin Farley guy. I'm a donkey, In Together, Shrek. the MTV movie. Yeah, that's that true. I made Kyle watch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, we will be doing in together. Tight seventy minutes. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, they have a little uh, Callahan Auto Parts uh, company night at the fair. Everyone's like super low morale. Yeah, they're gonna go bankrupt, and they're having a fair night. Yeah. yeah Cut the budget for the fair. My it's a, God. It's a low budget thing. It's a little yeah, no, part fair. of renting that renting yeah, that space is it, thousands of dollars. It looked like it wasn't only their company. It looked like, it looks like yeah, they were just having it out. Yeah, I couldn't right. tell if they were throwing this themselves or it was just like, hey, we organized a carnival night. Whoever wants to come, I come. thought it was more of a carnival. Either night. way, they got the deposits out. It didn't go well. <laughs> Did it, not. It no. left everyone morally dejected. Oh, yeah. Like they were bummed well, out. Well, I'm sure it was planned a while ago before Big Tom had died. Well, this is the type of thing you plan at least a couple. Yeah, months but in again, if the if the future of the company is in jeopardy. <laughs> They you gotta cut a couple things <laughs> from like fun night at the carnival to a celebration of life yeah. at the carnival. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they tried but, to get a picture of him to put up, but like it wasn't enough time, so they just yeah. like see that would have been smart. Yeah. Save money on the funeral, yeah. have it at the carnival combination. Instead. Yeah. Yeah. We see Rob Lowe and Bo Derek talking, and we find out officially that they are trying to swindle the Callahan family, and we they make out. So uh, they're uh, they're driving, they're on their little road trip still, and they're kind of arguing in the car, and then boom, they hit a deer with their car. Boom, baby! Like really, just smash they hit it. that deer they hard. Hit it. And then uh, so it's they actually so they it's actually a moose played by John Travolta. <laughs> what? Wow. Moose, crazy! So they throw it in the back of their car, and they get all fanatic. They're like, "What's going on? <laughs> Did we kill it?" Stabs him in the eye. <laughs> He get pours chocolate or a strawberry shake all over his face. They uh, they have another bad sales call. Tommy tries to save the sale, but he freaks out, pulls his hair out, and he's that's like, classic Chris. I Farley. can't, I'm, I can't get anything right. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going. My dad just died. We just killed Bambi. I'm out here getting my ass kicked, and every time I drive down the road, I want to jerk the wheel into a goddamn bridge embankment. The That's course. the stuff that Chris Farley can do that Kevin James can't. Is like the like disheveled kind of like yeah. manic like, energy. What am I doing? Like reactionary and less nuanced. You know? No, I definitely agree with that. It's a cheap laugh versus Kevin oh. James goes for the subtle, nuanced, intelligent laugh. Yes, right, yes. Right. Kyle gets it. Right, right. Absolutely. You haven't seen Zookeeper, and it shows. No, I haven't seen Zookeeper. <laughs> it, it does no. show. I have seen it. No, yeah. I, we bought a zoo. Is that the one? We um, bought a zookeeper. Is the movie. <laughs> gotcha. The deer wakes up, and the deer ruins their car and runs away. And so now they get to a motel. The deer Glen the, motel. The car is all Whoa, messed which up. Which is a one-man play I'm writing to Glenn Close called Deer Glen. <laughs> They're they're both feeling crappy. Of Aaron just ripping up papers. Will she like this? I don't yeah. know. It's me reading, pretending to read a Try letter again. I'm writing to, to Glenn Close. Hey, Glenn! They're in the motel, feeling crappy, and Tommy does the famous fat guy in little coat scene. Well, Lottie freaking 
Hey, Dad, I can't see real good. Is that Bill Shakespeare over there? Huh? Well, actually, Matt, uh, Ellen and I have encouraged Brian in his writing. Dad, I wish you could just shut your big yapper! <laughs> now, I wonder, Brian, from what I've heard, you're using your paper not for writing, but for rolling doobies. You're gonna be doing a lot of doobie rolling when you're living in a van down by the river. Classic. I didn't know that that was from this movie. I thought it was from SNL. Really? Really? Yeah. really? This is why you don't understand Kevin James. You yeah. just don't understand. <laughs> I never claim. You don't know where it I came never from. I claim to understand <laughs> Kevin James. I just said I appreciate Chris Farley more. But you didn't even know one of the most iconic things that this came from. Yes. Brandon can I wait mean... to watch Kevin James stuff. <laughs> yeah. Because you're, you're not qualified you yet. You didn't even get that joke. <laughs> Guys, I watched, I watched Paul Blart. I didn't get it. He's a Was mall he cop. A, but why not just put that in the title? That's true. Oh, they should have done that. Because right. that's confusing to me. Yeah, let's yeah. clear it up. You know. I thought it was going to be a very serious documentary or, you know, biography movie when it was just Paul Blart. I was bummed Kevin James wasn't cast in the Richard Jewell movie. <laughs> <laughs> God oh, sorry. damn it. <laughs> right in the eyeball. Yeah. This is how he bullets. Look at these. <laughs> and we will be doing Contagion That's next. Outbreak. Kevin James as Richard Jewell. It would have been a lighter movie. It would have been a more Much fun different movie. movie. He would have been sliding everywhere. Yeah. Just like yeah. run and like slide on his in, stomach. He stopped the bomb. He's yeah. in the interrogation chair and it just breaks. It's just him sweating. See, I get that. I get Kevin James. Yeah, okay, okay. I don't get Kevin James. So they're back on their road trip. They're listening to music in the car. The, Did we already do the masturbation scene? Uh, they're singing in the car. Don't you remember you told me you loved me, baby? Uh, they kind of are bonding a little bit to that. I think the Carpenters um, don't play anymore. It's oh. a good question. So they almost have another car crash after Tommy had like kind of lightened the mood. They bonded a little, and boom, he left the oil can yeah, stuck in the in the car, and the they pull off to the side of the road, and they have a big argument, and he's like, "I'm sorry about your car, but don't call me worthless. I'm trying my best. I'm not my dad." That's right. You're not your dad. He could sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. Ketchup popsicle? Yeah, I learned everything I know from him. I didn't have a father, and he looked out for me, but you, he was your real dad, and you just took it for granted. Hey, I'm Big Tom's son. He'll fix everything, so I'm allowed to be a moron. That's it! They come across to this uh, diner, like a prehistoric dinosaurs style diner or something prehistoric nope. dinosaur prehistoric forest prehistoric yeah. forest but the that's restaurant right. they eat at is the cluck bucket yeah it's just across uh, the street oh, it's across the street from yeah. it. that's right yeah what is the prehistoric forest is that like a known thing so it's a forest um you know like your normal forest will be like historic sure uh -huh. this one's before that <laughs> i don't understand kevin james so yeah. nice. i've been it's, there it's, doesn't make sense it's cool Basically, it's a bunch of like life-size dinosaurs that they've made out of like, I don't know, acrylic. But they're big. They're big birds. So they when get they there, are. and the waitress says, "Oh, you're, like the you're a terrible dinosaur story." Okay, mm. I've never hated a story so well, much. I was just <laughs> imagine walking into greenery and seeing basically it's a bunch of like life-size dinosaurs that they've made out of like, I don't know. Acrylic? Actual-sized dinosaurs, but they're not real. They're constructed, they're man-made, and you just kind of go up to them and you're like, huh, 
Um, the waitress says, oh, like the fryer's off. We're in between meals. We should have cold food right now. And Tommy convinces her to turn it back on and make him some wings. It's kind of like a aha moment. Aha. Yeah. Yeah, it's a turning point. David Spade basically is like, here's how you be a salesman. You're doing it. You just don't realize it. Just relax. Just just kind of berate a waitress into giving you what you want. Yeah, manipulate yeah. Someone to get what you want. That yeah. is what sales That's is. Sales. Yeah. And, we talk and about it. he just kind of whines, right? Like he's just like, my life sucks. And then yeah. she's like, I'm sorry. Let me. That's not a good sales tactic to just no. go in and complain. No, I don't know. Sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get to their next sales call, and they're with this uh, manager, and he's like, Yeah, I like I your guy's company, here. but he doesn't have the guarantee on the box. Here's the way I see it, Ted. Guy puts a fancy guarantee in a box because he wants you to feel all warm and toasty inside. Yeah, makes a man feel good. Of course it does. Why shouldn't it? You figure you put that little box under your pillow at night, the guarantee fairy might come by and leave a quarter. Am I right, Ted? <laughs> What's your point? The point is, how do you know the fairy isn't a crazy glue sniffer? Building model airplanes, says the little fairy. Well, we're not buying it. He sneaks into your house once, that's all it takes. Next thing you know, there's money missing off the dresser and your daughter's knocked up. I've seen it a hundred times. But why do they put a guarantee on the box then? Because they know all they sold you was a guaranteed piece of shit. That's all it is, isn't it? Hey, if you want me to take a dump in a box and mark it guaranteed, I will. I got spare time. But for now, for your customer's sake, for your daughter's sake, you might want to think about buying a quality product from me and boom we have our first sale he, it was a real what a cerebral kevin james kind of moment of the movie it was like the you know the the kind of mental gymnastics that's going on the You're manipulation out of your was, let me tell you what it was. i didn't understand Kyle, it. Tell us, it was please. like a prehistoric forest basically it's a bunch of like life-sized dinosaurs that they've made out of like i don't know acrylic but they're big they're big birds was there a stegosaurus there was oh i want to go gotta go you you'd like it the most i, I, I was go. gonna say you remember when the steg like there were different kind of dinosaurs now it's like just t-rex that's yeah, the only one people talk and about I know, yeah. and i feel like they've just taken all of the yeah. dinos and added feathers like we were wrong they all had yeah. wings and it's like the stegosaurus just has right. like Feathers now. I don't know. I yeah, don't they get all it. like they think they're all feathers. I feel like the stegosaurus was badass and didn't need the feathers. Stegosaurus. He wasn't was gonna badass. fly anywhere. It looked like no. a mohawk. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cool dinosaur. Yeah. What was the one with the spikes on the tail and <clears throat> just like the ball. oh the and like the dome yeah. the dome yeah, haircut yeah, 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 the bowl yeah. cut yeah the head uh, headgear I don't know I want to say it started with a P. Pterodactyl. No pterodactyl. Everyone's favorite was the Velociraptor. Yeah. That's like, Nobody like knew cool about answer. those. Nobody knew about those yeah, until so Jurassic a, Park. I cool actually, yeah. my favorite was the Brontosaurus. I was kind of a shy, I was a lame kid. Sure. I was a, I was an Edison. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I like the Brontosaurus sure. the, and Donatello. And you're a picky eater. <laughs> like, Donatello. The top of the tree. Yeah, no one I want to go up there to the good leaves. No one liked Donatello. Yeah, no. no, that that is true. <laughs> so yeah, he was my liked, favorite. <laughs> no, was he? Yeah, that's why I'm not joking. Oh, I like brontosauruses and Donatello, the purple uh, the, one. The like, the, you know, if yeah. you're doing a Venn diagram of people in the world that like brontosauruses and Donatello, not a Venn diagram, but there would just be a lot of people that like overlap. Those, there's a lot of yep. overlap. That's what I'm trying yeah. to say between the brontosaurus people and the Donatello. Yeah, people I was a of pacifist. I mean, he pussy had a, at an early he age. Had a, <laughs> his stupid stick. I, that? Stupid? Dumb. You could hit him from stick. both ends. <laughs> what was your Ninja Turtle of choice? I, you know, 
I want to say Michelangelo, but I might have been like an angsty Raphael. I say you were a little more Raphael. I was an angsty Raphael. Yeah, I was Michelangelo. I thought Leonardo for for you. I feel like Leonardo was too cool. Like it's you knew like. I'm not yeah. a Leonardo. You knew like it very early on, yeah, like I am not a Leonardo. It was almost more cool to be a Donatello than a Leonardo because Leonardo what? was like supposed to be no, cool. No, dude. Yeah. Donatello was like a cool choice. No, false. You don't want to know why? Because Leonardo was blue and kids liked blue. Like it was yeah, like default. Like, yeah, you would go true. to the color sort of. Sure. Almost, yeah, and that's like, you know? I think I like Michelangelo. I went to the person. Yeah, I went for the purple. Yeah. I was like, ah, purple's cool. Right. Michelangelo was it's not. <laughs> I feel like most people had Michelangelo. I was Michelangelo. Pizza, he, was he was fun. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, they all liked yeah. pizza. But he was, yeah, he no, was like he was especially. He, like, had, yeah. he had some kind of addiction. He was he had yeah. a problem. The other guys are like, yeah, I like yeah, pizza. Yeah, we could take it or leave he's it. He's like, I need pizza or I'm going to yeah. fucking. Where they're like, yeah, we have true. to go get the shredder. And he's like, hold on. I've got a Pizza Hut coupon yeah, that's going to expire definitely. tomorrow. Yeah. I like Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were cool. Don't tell the rat I'm eating pizza again. He'll curse me out. I'll fucking kill you if you tell Splinter. Yeah. I got ninja skills. Crane? And I, and as yeah, Krang. as a Donatello, I would I would rat out Michelangelo all yeah. the time. Yeah, Donatello. Like, hey, would. I, I got my. Professor yeah, he's definitely a uh, Splinter. Hey, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't oh, identify yeah. with any of the or, uh, any of the yeah. students. What just about a teacher? What about a was it Krang? Yeah, do was your best, Krang. Krang. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now your turn. Pollard's April O'Neil. <laughs> no, I'm April. Or, yeah, <laughs> So next up is everyone's favorite scene <laughs> in the motel, celebrating the first sale. Oh, Richard yeah. heads to the window. He's gonna. We see a young lady uh, there in a robe and a bikini out by the pool. Tommy mm-hmm. walks by and he gives the classic. Oh, sorry. You know where the weight room is? Uh, she's like looking around and yeah, nobody's looking. Go ahead, go ahead. Like he knows what she's looking for to do and she skinny dips. Gotta say, it's a pretty ballsy move. They're at a motel. It's a motel pool. Every room is looking yeah, at the she's pool. She's not motel. No, no, she's, no. She's five she's, star. Well, that yeah. is a nicer, I think that's like a Hampton Inn kind of Sheridan. Ooh. They pan out and show it and it's got like a lot of stories. It's got a carport. We know it has a gym. Thing. It's got a fitness center, which is a plus. It also kind of felt like all the rooms. It's got an outdoor pool, which in the Midwest, that's a plus. It's true. A lot of yeah. no indoor chlorine. And it, it looked very clean. Indoor pool. It, look, it looked clean and nice, I got to say. Tommy comes back and uh, catches Richard staring at her. And he's like, oh, I was looking at the documents. He's like, and he goes and looks yeah. at her through the window. And she's like, oh. There's a lot of good, uh, there's a lot of good uh, masturbation puns. None of them are coming to mind right now. Maybe you were watching a movie with that funny comedian. Oh, what's his name, buddy? Wacket? Hey, that's a pretty girl down there. Good for her. Geez, I wonder if she goes out with one of the Yankees. Richard, who's your favorite little rascal? Alfalfa? Or is it Spanky? (laughs) Sinner. Uh, so then we'll we have put the scene in. We'll put the clip. Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> so then we have a montage of them going out and they're just crushing it, making a lot of sales. A bunch of guys saying yes, yes, sure, yes, yes. The uh, Rob Lowe has two uh, different scenes where he tries to mess with the trucks. This uh, is the most. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. So they're <laughs> driving back towards the factory. They hit their sales quota. They're singing along to "Come On Eileen." End, oh, end of the world. Sure. <laughs> She's a pervert. Lady. What Eileen does in her free time is her business. 
They find out all the shipping stuff got messed up. Basically, they didn't hit the quota, and the company's gonna go under and be sold off. Uh, so Richard's car got destroyed for no reason. Got destroyed for no reason. Uh, Michelle quits. Yeah, and Michelle, what a like she definitely bad employee. Careful. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> to just say, hey, I messed up. I'm quitting. You can't fire me. And that's dumb because if they fire her, then she could file for unemployment. Yes, because, I mean, the company's going under. Yeah. yeah. Either way. Michelle is at the airport after she quit the whole shipping mistake, and she sees mommy and son making out, and he's grabbing ass. <laughs> and they see a big sign of Dan Aykroyd, the Zelensky auto parts guy, and Tommy's like, hey, let's go to Chicago. He's a normal guy. We can convince him not to buy our company. And, and they don't have tickets. There's no tickets to Chicago right then and there. So they uh, try to sneak on as flight attendants. Mm, pre 9 Yeah. This leads to my favorite scene of the movie. The flight announcement scene? No. The changing? The changing. The changing. In the airplane bathroom if of Kevin Chris Farley. If Kevin James had done it, it would have been a lot funnier. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. Much more spatial awareness. Yeah. No, see, Kevin James works well in a large space where he can show off his athleticism. He also works well in a tight space. Oh. Have like you seen said, him in tight spaces? Familiar. I'm not familiar. But I'm just saying, Chris Farley in that little tiny bathroom where he's just hitting his head and just... His oh, the guttural, just animalistic noises yeah. that he makes. It's yeah. just like awoken something in me. So they get to Chicago. They get to the Zelensky building. Tommy heads to the bank and uh, he yells at the bank. Nobody fucking move! <laughs> and they, <laughs> so he accidentally holds up the bank and uh, walks away, meets David. They go in the elevator with Zelensky, tries to convince him uh, to change his mind and not buy the company. And But then Michelle shows up and mm -hmm. says, hey, listen. Nobody fucking move! <laughs> and they... <laughs> The stepmom and son, they're actually married. I got the Bo police Derek report. and Rob yeah. And he does like a little fake bomb, goes in the building, gets the camera crew that was there for the fake bank holdup and puts Zelensky on the spot and says, hey, listen, you buy these auto parts. You're for the working man. Sells half a million brake pads. Yeah. Also one of my sold half, half a million brake pads. Yeah. Yes. Tommy just sold a half a million brakes! It's a great scene. It is a great scene. Yeah, Lewis is the man. Lewis. Yeah. Is his name Lewis? And uh, Zelensky loses, Callahan wins, yep. and Tommy Boys I save think the Zelensky company. Zelensky still wins. Like yeah, I mean, he's, he definitely has yeah. way more money than all of them. Yeah, more capital. Yeah. Rob Lowe gets hit in the nuts and he goes to jail. Right in the beanbag. Yeah. Zelensky takes Bo Derek out for lunch. Or Probably something. Rob Lowe takes yeah. a beanbag to the beanbag, which is yep. yeah. <laughs> That is funny. Yeah. And then uh, Tommy becomes the emperor. Know. It's uh, not great. Take, sit this one out. Not good. <laughs> so the prehistoric forest, if you haven't <laughs> been. Nope. Did anybody else did anybody else get really sad when they like drove by Flint, Michigan? Hey all you 5GFA nerds with allergies. We are here to help. Brian Dennis Sneeze is guaranteed to make those spring sneezes a thing of the past. Brian Dennis Sneeze will leave you saying, Flo knows they didn't. 
create the only wet towelette on the market that will plug up your sinuses and block the airways, literally making it impossible for you to breathe. The next time you feel air and snot exiting your nose, put Pollard's patented Brian Den adhesive on your nose, followed by a Brian Dennis towelette up your nostrils, and you'll be saying, clean next. You could probably get a better anti-allergy nose plug that doesn't cut off your breathing, but I'd rather take a butcher's word for it. Brian Dennis sneeze. You're snot gonna wanna leave home without it. Who's Aaron Snot? <laughs> Let's jump into categories. This is Joel's episode. Let him do it. No, he Joel, can do what's it. What's a different verb we can well, use? Well, I can, I can introduce the jumping into categories. No, you need to introduce Joel introducing <laughs> Say popcorn Joel. Before we jump into categories, I'm going to toss this one over to Joel. Joel, get us started. Let's jump into categories. <laughs> what are we going to start with? Kyle, you're simply the breast. Breasts. Breasts. All right, Brandon. Uh, I was going to say it's like a tie between the Tommy. Tie yeah, the tie scene's great. No, but Richard and uh, Tommy singing the Carpenters. Don't you remember you told me you love my baby? Yeah. It's just a great, all the way up until they're getting in their fight. Again, we talked a little bit about the music and how... In the beginning, they're like fighting over, like, no, like, let's put on this music, let's put on this song. And then when they get to the Carpenters, it's just, don't you remember you told me you love my baby? They're bonding a little bit. It's nice. And it's, it shows it that nice. because they're like, you know, they're both that singing whole the same part song. part is something like, like we all do. Yeah. We all have that moments in drives where like a song will come on and everyone's just quiet. And it's like, yeah, everyone's like really into this. Fuck, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a tie between that scene and, but like in my head, I have to give it to the airplane bathroom. You love scene. a quick change. You it's do. just, it's just so like, oh, 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 like how do I get? Oh, oh. Damn it! That's my impression of Chris Farley. Kyle, best scene you saw? Uh, when they sing Ares two. I like that. That's like always been my jam, just like Spanish singing. Yeah. Like I feel like I know that song, but only that part. And I don't understand why they sang it, but I appreciate that in the movie they both sing it together. Fair enough. All right. Aaron, best scene? I really liked the the bank scene a lot. I laughed. I still laughed a lot during when that scene came on and like really enjoyed the sliding the guns immediately. Yeah. Just like <laughs> conceding like, uh-oh, here's a situation. Um, and then right a- sort of after that, when he's on the bench and he's saying how shitty his life is and the bench breaks, yeah. it's, it's a cheap laugh, but it's still really funny. of just yeah. like, my life is awful. Then just snap. Oh, like, yeah, I'm fat, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a scene early on that's similar to the bank scene that I really enjoy, too, when he's like late to class and he's barreling down and the guy just like ducks because it's like a yeah. big guy yeah. just yeah. coming towards him. <laughs> and it's like the same thing. It's just like big guy yelling, blinking, yeah. boisterous, like aggressively. But like, yeah, I love that that they went to that style of humor yeah uh best scene i saw is the wedding scene uh specifically the camcorder stuff that richard films with the camcorder and tommy's like michelle say a little something into the camera and she says a little something into the camera that, like, was, clever. Ah, that was clever that was clever <laughs> love that part yeah it's a good it's a good wedding montage seems like a really fun wedding i kind of wish i was there you know the band yeah. seems good I a lot think, of energy yeah. i would think they would have more like car themed stuff mm. you know like a 
giant car made he's out a, of ice or something like that. Classy rich guy. So he's getting some muffler that night. Yeah. Hey that's <laughs> some good smuffler. <laughs> he's going to radiate her hard. Okay. Oh. All right. Going to need some coolant. Uh, yeah. Her sanding belt's about to get worn out. <laughs> Uh, all right. A lot of tread left on those tires. What's next? Yeah. How do you do that? A lot of wiper that fluid. <laughs> oh, God. Ooh, wiper fluid. <laughs> wiper fluid? I barely know her fluid. Oh, wait. Uh, all right, Aaron. It's about timing that belt comes <laughs> off. <laughs> that was there right. Carburetor? I don't even know him. There, <laughs> there you go. How do? How do you do that? Uh, my how do you do that? How did Tommy get through college? Yeah. Well, if that's barely, barely. seven years. If that exam is the the ultimate conclusion of his college run. What were the other exams? And like? I have to imagine his exam looked very different from everyone else's. Yeah. Everyone else yeah. is like, explain the ramifications of the Revolutionary War, and his is just Thomas Jefferson, blank Hancock. Yeah. Well, like, funny if it was much bigger font. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. If this is Marquette, like it probably set them back quite a bit when people saw this and like that's what Marquette teaches. Yeah, that's a shit school. <laughs> well, I did think about it later, and Marquette is private, so it would make sense uh, that like he yeah. got in because yeah, his dad probably donated a million dollars. The brake pad like wing SC of the library. Deal, it's a good <laughs> yeah. USC. Yeah. Tom Callahan, brake pad library, yeah. Marquette University. Yeah, they're like you can you can you know donate a library for like two million, or you can do five hundred grand a year. He's like, oh, 500 grand a year. Yeah. And then it's like seven years. And it's like, that really backfired on me. <laughs> Not a great uh, investment. No. Danny, he's bad bite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kyle, how do you do that? Uh, I don't know if we talked about this scene. We might have. But there's a scene during the movie where they're across the street from the prehistoric forest. <laughs> Basically, it's a bunch of like life-size dinosaurs that they've made out of, like I don't know, acrylic. But they're big. They're big birds. And okay, I want to know, how did Tommy Boy not ask Richard to go there and check it out? Uh, you know this dude's into dinos. He's like a big man, baby. Right. Like, <laughs> if he saw, like, dinosaurs in, like, yeah. a green, lush setting for a very reasonable price, I know I'd want to go. Okay. I think you did go. I think we should all go. Our first 5 GFA field trip. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming to you live from the prehistoric forest. <laughs> Today yeah. we're talking pterodactyls. For time uh, for. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> better. This one, for the wildebeest. There you go. The older dinosaur dies in this one. Yeah. Like in all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah, Petey, Jessica, Parker. Parker. <laughs> Pablo. Petey what? Pablo. Brandon, Sarah how do you Jessica do that? Jessica Simpson. Are Ninja Turtles dinosaurs? I guess not. No, they're <laughs> mutated <laughs> reptiles. Yeah, I know. They're or amphibious. Ooze. They're heroes the in a half shell. The secret in the ooze. Turtle power. My how do you do that is a why do you do that? And we were talking a little bit about how like we all said phrases that were thought we thought they were good when we were kids. We thought they were funny and we wouldn't say them now as adults. Why does Tommy not do that? He the same phrases that he thought were funny as like a ten year old kid. He still uses as a thirty year old adult. Son of a, a shna holy shnikes. Michelle yeah. calls the kids spazoids. Which yeah, that's such a nineties. It is. It is. But I'm just thinking like he was like ten years old in what nineteen, late nineteen seventies. I think what happened is 
he was ahead of the game as a 10 year old like is that everyone what it was? loved it like holy shnikes that's hilarious yeah, and then right. he just yeah. kind of stuck onto it and you don't long. think anybody was like why are you saying that same thing that you said when you were 10 i think he said it enough at in college at like parties you know still after doing a bong rip or like yeah, yeah. a keg stand and like people bong people rip. loved it and so he's just like that's my okay name. so that just more solidifies him as a franklin i think he tied it mm. to actions that people celebrated and he thought the phrase was what was being celebrated right yeah. okay so it was like through association mm-hmm. but it was mostly him like face planting on the tables and yeah stuff. him yeah. breaking <laughs> furniture <laughs> yeah. unintentionally <laughs> so this is the first how do you do that where it's like it's been answered uh, my how do you do that is how did Michelle mess up all those shipping details? I know Rob Lowe went in and messed it up, but shouldn't she have double checked things? Shouldn't they have had someone else helping her? She has all these files everywhere. I just don't like women in the workplace having power. That's all. It's That's my thing. It's frustrating because it's unrealistic. No. And they mess it up as this right. movie displayed. Right. That's very true. So is next that had to hurt? You know it, brother. Brandon, that had to hurt. Uh, it has to hurt being anybody else that goes to school with Tommy. I mean, he's in college for seven years. He's barely passing his classes. He's going to go off to Callahan Auto Parts and be making twice as much as any of these other people. Mm-hmm. And they're actually studying. This was the 90s. Everyone was making money. He the didn't. roaring 90s. <laughs> <laughs> but again, so he, he, didn't didn't even, way. he didn't even try in any of his classes. Place humming. <laughs> He didn't even try in any of his classes. He just gets to show up back home and has a job waiting for him. The guy can't even open the doors. Yeah. So, well, he didn't know it was failing at the time. He's probably had another good, like, three to four years of being on top in Sandusky. grooming him. Not an appropriate word to use. Sandusky He's doing great in Sandusky. (laughs) Kyle, that had to hurt. When RT tells Tommy Boy that he had the shipping mishap, he goes, why don't you go to college for another seven years and learn what a ab- state abbreviation looks like or whatever, you know, uh, and then RT goes to the company get together at the end of the movie and in front of everyone, the imbecile he's been putting down all movie, he finds out that that imbecile has been porking his daughter or <laughs> porked her and lost his virginity and the coworker also presumably in a threesome had sex with his daughter. So it's like that guy that you've been talking down to all movie, he fucked your daughter with another employee. That had to hurt. Yeah, that definitely had to hurt. Yeah. The girl? I guess. I don't know. Do we think the daughter capitalized? No. Aaron, that had to hurt. It had to hurt the town of Sandusky when all the Jerry (laughs) Sandusky stuff came out. It really had to hurt that town. Mayor Sandusky? There had to be a serious meeting of like, we got to change the name, right? Yeah. Oh, we've branded all the all the buildings. Yeah. All what the if streets. we call ourselves OJ Ohio? <laughs> what if they? No, let's not do that one. What if they branded all the buildings? Whoa! <laughs> what if we go capital by, of Sandusky? How about we go by Timothy McVeigh, Ohio? Uh, my that had to hurt is Tommy getting hit by the two by four by Richard when they're fighting. It's like, come on, little guy, you can take it, and just bam, knocks his lights out. Yeah, leaves that, a mark on his face. That had to hurt, and on his soul. Who's a mark? Hey, hey I'm a mark. Hey, I'm I got a mark. You, I got your pizza here. Hey, my name is Mark. I'm not from here. Yeah. Hey, mark Dillo. I'm here for the PE class. <laughs> What? Aaron Amartillo. <laughs> All right, let's go into who organizes the reunion. Who organizes the 
think organizes the reunion mate i think rob lowe organizes the reunion after he gets out of prison because he's a sociopath he goes oh. on a weird like kidnapping and getting everyone that wronged him in like a weird room and then <laughs> playing some games we don't know that he's a sociopath we never yeah. see the tests brandon sense. reunion uh michael moore organizes the reunion yeah when, when he makes a documentary about the dying auto industry in the midwest the whole Callahan gang gets interviewed. Their words get kind of twisted. And then the documentary ends with Michael Moore stating that George Bush does not care about black people. Because he doesn't. Well, I mean, yeah, he I just wouldn't, I wouldn't say it. Kyle? Who organizes the reunion? Um, I had the same answer as Brandon. <laughs> I think he looked at my notes. You guys are sharing notes. Michael Moore. That's why I, I actually my notes because those were No, mine. but I got this from the first draft of Aaron's notes that he threw out. I've been digging in your trash for a long time now. Now you guys know how many drafts I go through. Yeah. <laughs> Irregardless, I stole that from his second draft. Kyle's and bad word. So he's still... <laughs> what? It's not a word. Oh, irregardless? Yeah. Regardless? Yeah. Irresponsibly, Irre- he go. threw it away. So and he should have. You should have burned it. That's what we do. Andreas and Mike will appreciate the irregardless. That's true. It's kind of an inside joke. Yeah. Yeah. Irregardlessly, they yeah. will. They will. Well, another one's for it. you guys. For those we who love you. weren't listening, you were irregardless. Ah, okay. <laughs> What's up, smut bags? 5GFA has teamed up with the MILF Hunter and Certified 10 Bo Derek to bring you Ho Derek. We've got tall hoes, short hoes, white hoes, and no matter what you're into, we've got a hoe ready and waiting for a strong man or lady to pick them up and go to town with them. At Ho Derek, we make sure that the local hoes in your area are built to last for whatever dirty things you want to do to them. Call 311-LOCAL-HOE-NOW to find the closest hoe in your area and capitalize on this deal. Are you into amateur hoes, old hoes, using hoes from behind and making them take punishment outside while people watch? Well, Ho Derek has you covered. For only $69 an hour, you can get in between your favorite hoe or hoes and plant your seed or seeds untilling the sun comes up and your flower beds are soiled. Ho Derek, the only on-demand shovel and garden servicing you'll ever need. Let's move on to the Clutch Award. You sell money and you don't even know it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, baby. You so clutch. <laughs> baby, you are so money and you don't even know it. Chicken wings win the Clutch Ooh. Award. Because the way I see it, if Tommy is Popeye, then the chicken wings are his spinach. Just basically, they, they the thought of chicken wings allow him to get in the right mindset to make a sale and save Callahan Auto. So damn if that doesn't win them the Clutch Award. I like chicken wings. I'm in. There you go. I'd, Is that I'd your, it. your Clutch Award too, Kyle? Yeah, I'd, I'd call it a Cluck Award, but that's just oh. me. <laughs> Aaron, Clutch Award? I think the airline wins my Clutch Award mm. for letting those two guys on the plane as flight attendants. Yeah, how did that happen? It was 1995. <laughs> it was 95, and I know it's jumped on on there. Yeah. But still... They had to have some identification. You can't just put on that outfit and get on a plane. They got some the little wings pendants. <laughs> That's true. It's That's like right. you have it, you do, you're good. Yeah. It's like, like oh. that uh, classic Bob Dylan song. The times they are a different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's I how I love that the goes. traveling Wilburys. 
Uh, my clutch award is just the music uh, in different parts of the movie while they're driving, specifically the Don't you remember you told me yeah. you love my baby? Yeah, do, do, we need do, more do, carpenters, do. man. The Come on, Eileen. Oh, no, you not again, <laughs> sick son of a bitch. You sick, sick pervert. Leave no, Eileen alone. <laughs> the end of the world. I agree, because I was like I was saying, like it the, bonds them. It, exactly. Like once they start singing together, you realize, okay, they're like coming together. They've turned a new leaf. They're they're. Joel gave friends. you a new leaf earlier. Uh, my clutch award. This is a sticky situation. <laughs> it is a sticky situation. Uh, my clutch award goes to Richard's car. Uh, because between the M&M scene, the door scene, the deer scene, all the singing that you were talking the about. oil like, can. Yeah, like the whole movie oil revolves, can. all the laughs are yeah. like the car it's related. The deterioration's fine. Yeah, yeah, when he like, yeah. it's all duct taped and then he's like, you know, still being all like anal about right. it. Did you it notice on the, the M&M bag, it was 69 cents? No. Like right on your face, it was like 69 was written on the bag. Like, oh. Yeah, it was good. Easter eggs. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to Professor quotes. Professor would have liked that. Yeah. He would have. Do it again. Let's move on to quotes. Moment from Esa, What do you got for quotes? When he's giving his big speech on TV at the bar, they said the lady, the waitress at the bar says, "You guys want this or American Gladiator?" <laughs> like they're all like Gladiators. American Gladiator. Yeah, <laughs> like one, it was like, "Oh yeah, that show was awesome." Like I love American yeah. Gladiators. And two, just like the whole idea of this epic speech and everyone yeah. being glued to the TV, but everyone in reality being like, "Ah, change doesn't care." Yeah. 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 <laughs> it does remind me how gr- how great and how weird American Gladiators so weird. was. Like. Who came up with that idea? Yeah, no. I mean, I guess it's like it came out of like probably like WWE. They're like, okay, let's make something like similar Mm. but kind of sporty and kind of like a little more athletic. Do you you think so weird? Do you think they stuffed the men? Definitely. Somebody got stuffed. I would have gone the opposite and just like taped it back and just like. God, that guy's smooth and front. <laughs> like, yeah. He's got but, but nothing like, there. Sticking out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just, yeah. Well, what would have been your name on American Gladiators? Um, Knowing that that was your thing. Okay. <laughs> that was my thing. Uh, Slip and slide. <laughs> Something surface. Yeah, I smooth liked, criminal. Like, clean surface. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Aaron, what do you got for er, my quote? What about what you about, guys want what? this or American Gladiator? <laughs> Wait, what about uh, junkless? <laughs> That seems like kind of hard. Yeah. <laughs> I like junkless. <laughs> and junkless. And I just like, yeah. uh, I'm just like smoothing my <laughs> But it also, it also sounds like a weird, like Scandinavian traditional, like Hello, Danish name. My name's junkless. But it'd be like Yonkless. <laughs> like four S's. Yeah. And like... Hello, I'm Yonkless. <laughs> I'm Junkle Aaron. His traditional Swedish name. <laughs> Brandon, what do you got for quotes? Uh, I'm gonna give you two. Uh, when Richard's drunk and he goes, I just barfed I on it. The Olympics. <laughs> that part's cool too. I did not do bomb. I did not do bomb. I did not. Oh, hi, Clint Eastwood. Uh, when he's when Richard's drunk and he says, I just barfed on an anthill. Cool. And the final, Tommy just sold half, half a, a million, million brake pads. pads. 
Tommy just sold a half a million brains. Yeah, that's great. Love Love great. That. Yeah. <laughs> If He's Richard, just so excited. Yeah. If Richard wasn't drinking, he would have been drunkless. Hello, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm drunk drunkless. I have not had a sip of alcohol. <laughs> My Swedish cousin drunkless. <laughs> He's also very strong, you know. Also smooth. He's awesome man. Kyle, what do you got for quotes? Just a race of smooth, smooth men. <laughs> athletic men. I got three quotes. The first one's the one that I've like carried throughout my life. Aaron has a bunch of quotes that he's carried throughout oh, yeah. life. Too many. The, the main one from this movie that I've said over the years is, fish in a barrel, town of the fish, people are the barrel, fish in the barrel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, love that quote. Uh, uh, <laughs> the one where he's like, I don't know how it starts, but he's like, we don't take no shit from anyone. Yeah. We don't take no prisoners. We don't take no for an answer. Right, right. <laughs> it's yeah. great. And then the last one uh, I like a lot, but it also uh, reminds me of like, I imagined watching it today that I, I would have seen Ed say this to you as a kid when he's on the boat and he's like, my dad used to yell from the shore, quit playing with your dinghy. (laughs) I could totally see Ed saying something like that where it's like a double entendre wordplay funny like quip. And uh, And being so proud of it too. Yeah. Uh, My favorite quote is the uh, Zelensky quote from Dan Aykroyd. Just, I make car parts for the American working man because that's what I am. And that's who I care about. Yeah, we haven't acknowledged this is like our second Dan Acker. We're doing a lot of yeah. Yeah. It's sneaky Heavy. how many Danny Acker he's done. Also, no. it's a bad slogan because he's really pigeonholing his, you know, uh, the people he's trying to get as consumers. There's yeah. lazy, there's unemployed people. <laughs> there's Japanese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They break. He should be. Sure. He, sh- he should be advertising to them. Yeah, as he's well. definitely not going global. Nobody picked the uh, brothers. Don't shake hands. Brothers, brothers gotta hug. What would it sound like if Kevin James did it? I wonder. Well, you'll have to watch King of Queens or Kevin Queens or, or Hitch or The Crew or if we my get really lucky. In five years, it's a Tommy Boy reboot with Kevin James. What? We can finally do this movie right. Who would be the David Spade character? Uh, Chris Rock. Tim- Timothy Chris- Chalamet. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Uh, no, thank you. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Very uh, smooth. David Spade character. I'm going Chris Rock to go within that whole Happy Madison crew. Rob Schneider. Like a John Mulaney would be funny. Ooh, John Mulaney's yeah. really good. Or David Spade. Yeah. <laughs> like, Reprising his now, role. Now, when we watched it, Joel came in at the end, and it was uh, he's like, David Spade, he's like, so young in this. I'm like, yeah, now David Spade looks like he's like eight years older than this. <laughs> yeah. This is like a 30-year-old movie. <laughs> totally. wasn't, he, wasn't he like married to, not Callista Flockhart, what's her name? From like just, not, ugh. What's her uh, name? Catherine Manheim. No, she was big in like the 90s as well. Catherine Manheim. Kathy Bates. No, not They're Kathy Bates. In the 90s. Yeah, Kathy no. Bates was big in the 90s. Kathy Bates still big. Literally God and figuratively. Catherine Manheim still Heather big. Locklear. He was dating Heather Locklear, Just right? Me. Yeah, no, he was dating her, right? Or he, sexually. He's dated Heather Locklear, Told Julie you. Bowen, and Terry Hatcher. No, no, a he's got a type. Quite a list. Yeah. He's got a type. Yeah. 90s hot. Yeah. <laughs> Currently not. I feel like that list was like... 
who did he want to bang in the 90s mm-hmm. and couldn't? And then in like early 2000s was like, now's my time. When that meat's starting to go. Yep, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's on the it's manager's David special. Spade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. we can't give this away. Yeah. It's David Spade's turn now. It's uh, prime for the weirdos who shop really late at night. Yep. Big. Yeah. yeah, not looking for groceries, just looking for deals. Looking for discounts. Yeah. yeah, this is our sort of prime rib. Yeah, it was it's prime rib. rib. <laughs> you grind it up, rib. you're not going to tell the difference. Yeah. All right, let's move on to what takes me out of the movie. What takes me out of the flick? What takes me out of the movie uh-huh. is the discrepancy between Big Tom and his wife. No one was curious that this younger, like, bodacious babe was into this guy for his money. Boderic babe. Boderic mm. babe. Well, this too is. much going on with no one really having an idea that they're doing something wrong and they're up to anything. Oh, Brand- Brandon, what takes yeah. me out of the movie? What takes Joel out of the movie? Oh, what takes me out of the movie? What takes me out of the movie? Can we all guess Joel? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone guess what I like me that. Out That's of a good one. <laughs> Kyle, what takes me out of the movie? <laughs> Um, Don't read my notes. Something with Jewish. <laughs> so there's no Jewish people in the movie. There's no kafelt. At the diner, they should have ordered a night's matzo ball. Sandusky's delicatessen. <laughs> there you go. No, what takes me out of the movie we already talked about, the fact that like Callahan Auto that has 300 employees, the owner of the company is the one doing all of the sales calls. Hey, it's like we were talking about all with, the uh, with Ashton Kutcher's. You know, he's working... What was it? The he's working on the business. Nah. Yeah, he's working in the business, not on the business. Exactly. Yeah. He's working in the business, not on the business. You're working <laughs> in the business, not on the business. Exactly. <laughs> Shut Piss. it down. Here's Piss a you're gonna get people sick. Here's a Captain <laughs> Captain Morgan's cocktail that yeah. will boom business. Bust Hold open on. the Call books and make funnel. a call for <laughs> help. People touch each other. <laughs> Wow, well, these don't change more, soon. The double deuce in Jasper, Missouri. Can you more John Taffer. He could have come in and like redone Callahan Auto Parts and just done like yeah. neon like packaging. Yeah. Just, like, this is not <laughs> Ohio. Turn it into like, like, like a fancy gay bar. Yeah, this isn't a bar. This is an no, auto plant. I know, but it was it was struggling. That's Clearly, true. they could have opened up the I books call and it the steam room. Call for help. Yeah, you're saving pennies but wasting dollars. Aaron, what takes you Guy's out of the movie? Guy's a moron. Um, I am not a moron. I am not a moron. <laughs> what takes me out of the movie? The whole prehistoric forest stuff. <laughs> what? Like, what a corny piece of shit. Who wants so to see terrible. fake dinosaurs? I know, right? So, a buddy of mine said he went to it actually. Oh, really? And he said that there's all these paper mache dinosaurs. Oh, uh, but that's not a to lot scale. of paper mache. I said I didn't know what he they were made not out of. They're not to scale, but they have elves who are smaller who like look like normal sized people oh. and make the dinosaurs look a lot bigger than they actually are. Are they trying to put forward that elves and dinosaurs existed at the same time? There's some of that propaganda. Yeah, it's a lot We of don't know what happened. It's prehistoric. Oh, it's just Jesus. interesting to explore the yeah. idea of what might have been. Yeah, yeah but no, it's, it's there's just, no one that agrees just, with that it's version just, of history. What a well, shitty... Or it's prehistory. the worst part of the movie for me by far. Huh. Like, I hated that scene. I hate the prehistoric Even forest. imagining them going... Like, they don't show it in the movie, but just yeah. imagining them going into no, the prehistoric it, it forest is terrible. painful. Oh, it's, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, wow. so that, that totally took me out of the movie. I hated that scene so that much. That also had to hurt. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to watch that. straight to the cluck basket. Can we, can we add a new category? <laughs> Mother cluckers. Right now, uh, I'd like to introduce Kyle's resignation category. <laughs> 
where I am officially submitting my recusal from the podcast moving forward. I will finish the episode out of respect for the five guys. We appreciate that. For those of you listening, but I have this every episode we edit it. I do, (laughs) and I'm sick of you editing it out. And if it's not on this, if it doesn't air, I will be back next week to resign so that the people can hear. I am Uh, done with this podcast. Okay, Kyle, okay. I'm writing it down. I'm yeah, writing it down. We'll, it it this time. well, this is the 35th time okay. I've tried to do this. You've edited quite a few of these episodes. Yeah, and I've let, forget. I've had better resignations, and so I've edited the bad ones out. Okay. Just so ha- this is one of my favorite ones. Sure. So I hope this makes it okay. so that the people can hear and know I am done with this okay. podcast. Okay. Now let's finish talking 35th about Thirty-fifth time and for all. Okay. We'll we'll write that down. Okay. No, well, you're not writing. You I have nothing writing. going there. Which I wrote. Okay. All right. Well, that's there. Okay. It's in writing. Okay. Okay. All right. I love the prehistoric forest. Just for the record. <laughs> Do you think in like a couple hundred years they'll have the Prius? Toric forest where it's a bunch of Priuses. I would see that. I would yeah. go there. I like yeah. forests. But it's all paper mache and Interesting. elves. Yeah, Priuses will be like the uh, the DVDs of cars when we look back. Like a brief window where this really yeah, worked. They're really like, popular. It kind of straddled two eras and just didn't really last. Boy, did it straddle. Yeah. <laughs> I can't afford a single Prius and I had a bunch of DVDs. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Now we're going to turn our attentions to ex-local fanboy Michael Hillary for Magic Mike's Main Minute. Hey, Michael, you're on with the five guys flicking around crew. How you doing, buddy? You know, you just really get to relax, just watch basketball all day, and just kind of forget about your problems. We'll, uh, we'll shift gears. Let's talk about Tommy Boy, Mike. I haven't seen that movie since the last time it was on fucking PBS or Comedy Central in, like, 2003. I don't fucking know anything Probably about that Probably been movie. on since. All I know is, you know, fat guy in a little coat, like, yeah, fat guy in a little coat. I feel like Dan Aykroyd's in it because it's a movie that you would think Dan Aykroyd would be in because it's, like, Midwest car brakes steel. Like, I don't know. It's like, what, they do brake pads, right? Isn't that his thing? Do you think Kevin James would have been better than Chris Farley in the role? I mean, I think Kevin James has shown through his filmography what kind of chops he has as an actor. Like his, the versatility that he possesses is truly unmatched. I mean, he goes from small to big screen. He is just cranking out quality content, family, and adult fun for everybody. You know, I, I, Chris Farley, one hit wonder, man. He had one fucking note, okay? He obviously hit that note a little too often. I don't know what happened to him. Seems like he fell off the face of the planet. Oh, yeah, David Spade's in that movie. I don't get David Spade. Is he, is he supposed to be funny? You know, have you seen Joe Dirt? I actually like Joe Dirt. Yeah. Let's move on to sending out an SOS. First, we do McMulligans, which we skipped. Sorry. McMulligan. (laughs) We didn't talk about this when we were going through the plot. Richard's toupee. I want want to see more of Richard's toupee in this movie because it is like a quick scene. It's hilarious because he's, you know, he's like a smug... Uh, kind of like self-righteous son of a bitch, and you find out he's bald. And his hair is like not great to begin with. No, like, not yeah. at all. That's the wig you chose. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would love to see like just a little bit more of his toupee play like an intricate role in the plot Thinking of the about movie. It like we now, see it earlier or something. Or we see it, but like maybe it comes back later where he needs to like pull it mm. off and like shine like his bald head in someone's face to like distract them. Yeah. Something like that. Make think, it more like more tied to the plot. Thinking about it now, I think that that visual scene of 
the hair and the toupee is what Joey envisions when he ultimately <laughs> yeah. gets that wig that he's been talking about. Yeah, just blows it yeah. off. He's like, look at me, I'm bald, remember? Some, some large bird just grabs <laughs> yeah. and flies yeah. away. Yeah. I don't think Joey's that's... Just... <laughs> I don't think that's how he'll look, but I think that's how Joey thinks he'll look. Yeah. Well said. So yeah, more toupee. Mm-hmm. Kyle, McMulligans. Uh, my McMulligan is the ending of the movie. We see Rob Blow and Blow Derek just end their cocaine-fueled romance so abruptly, and she doesn't get in any trouble at all. It yeah. really pisses me she, off. She moves up. Yeah. The world. She went out Jumps of her way more than Zelensky. him to destroy the company, and she gets a slap on the wrist at worst, and like a she new gets husband. A slap on the later yeah, but she gets like a new husband and a million dollars and like no issue whatsoever, yeah. presumably. And it's just really, it bothers me quite a bit. I'm not one to get bothered easily, mm-hmm. and I hate the ending of this movie a yeah. lot. Rob Lowe's testicles are crushed. His beanbag's been beanbagged. Yeah. Aaron McMulligans. I would have liked to see Kevin James play the Chris Farley role. Oh. I just thought it would have been a little more nuanced, uh, a little headier, a little more, uh, a little more sophisticated, not as much. Mm-hmm. Loud shock value, mm-hmm. more just classic, funny, yeah. well done humor. Yeah, no, I agree. I think tasteful but edgy. Yeah, I don't agree, but I'd watch it and I wouldn't get it. So you need to explain it to I me. I don't know <laughs> if a comedy has ever been nominated for Best Picture, but I feel like if they had done yes. that, yes. this may have gone that route and been the first, you know, at least best picture nominee that was an outright comedy gary valentine would have been one of the plant workers it could have been like a dr strange love yeah satirical right, right. comedy right. tommy you know, boy relevant. tommy yeah. boy or how i learned well, to love it, kevin it, james it would have been the you know dystopian uh automobile failing community. right the cars are are yes. coming and they're destroying us exactly yeah, but like with that. the dr strange love <clears throat> comedic twist that right. would have elevated it. So you say Kevin, Kevin James? Maybe Kevin James role. plays multiple characters. Maybe Deacon he plays could have all played of them. the other guy at the plant. Yep. Yeah, that other guy. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Kyle knows which guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, who's the brother? Who's his brother? Gary Valentine. Yeah. Is that his name? His act, the actor's name. Yeah. Is that also a manager? No, Bobby Valentine. <laughs> is a manager. Yeah. yeah, Gary Valentine also would have been a plant. A plant guy. Yeah. I guess the Rob Schneider one. No, Rob Schneider is still in this. No, he would have been. No, you know who he would have been? He would have been RT talking shit on him. Yeah. And it's right. like, oh, that's his brother. That's right. elevated. That's, that would would, but you have to know it's his brother. Leah Remini is Michelle. Ooh. Yeah. Would, would Jerry Stiller play the uh, the Jerry Sandusky? No. Jerry oh, Stiller. No. Oh, you know what I mean. Jerry Stiller yeah, would play you're... every guy that he pitched to. Yes, yes, yes. You need yes. to stop. I don't understand what you're talking about. Yeah. This guy needs to leave. This next scene's just like a long hair. You know like who would have played? You'll know the name. You know who would have played uh, Zendusky? Is it Zendusky? No, Zelensky. Zelensky. Uh, Zelensky and Sandusky. Yeah. <laughs> Sandusky. Yeah. Uh, Zelensky would have been uh, Leah Remini's boss. Mr. What's his name? Oh yeah, Mr. Dugan. Yeah, or, Mr. Yeah. Dugan. Yeah. yeah. Or no, are you thinking of the bald guy? No, I'm thinking okay. of the like, yeah, the more dapper like. Yeah, the the, the hair. The bald, yeah. He, okay, yeah. And yeah. that'll do Mr. it for this Dugan, episode yeah, of Five Guys Flipping Around. Yeah, yeah, going. Who else is on King and Queens? Bill <laughs> Sullivan. Yes, the, the dog walker. The, the hot. Chick, Which one's Patton Oswalt? Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, I forgot Patton Oswald. Jesus. Patton Oswald's uh, Richard. He's Richard. Yeah. He's definitely Easy. Richard. Easy. That's Easy. There's Easy. the movie. All right. That's the there's movie. The movie. Okay. You right. fill in the rest with uh, like Ben Stiller's Aca- sister. The Academy Award winning Tommy Joey boy. is is his name Joey? The New York guy that's only on like two seasons or three. Oh, seasons? Richie. Richie, Richie Iannucci. Yeah, he's his plant worker. Yeah, he's just, oh, yeah. He's just one of the guys yeah. there. Absolutely. <laughs> All yes. these people are just random plant workers. <laughs> no, there's no. no Deacon and him because they're his <laughs> yeah. friends. And, uh, he started them back Valentine, up, Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit, this is great. Anyone else? No, I think those are the main players. I think that's inside uh, Deacon's, Deacon's wife, but like, no. there's a tough. There's we didn't tough see her in the movie. Yeah, we didn't see her in the movie. The end. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What about McMulligan? It's called The King of Sandusky. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Fuck yeah. I'm so into that. Now Funding. we're on SOS. Sending out an SOS. Stay with your Kyle, SOS. Skip it. Aaron, SOS. Yeah, let me uh, go to Brandon first. Brandon, SOS. Young Tommy origin story. Ooh, that was mine too. Much like Jesus Christ, we get to see Tommy's story when he's a child, and we get to see Tommy's story when he is a 30-year-old man. I want to see all the fun stuff that he does in between. So when he's building forts with Lewis, I want to see that. Yeah. When he's burning ants with... Uh, a magnifying glass with Danny, you know I want to see that. His cool and, Franklin stage. Exactly. And when he lost his virginity to RT's daughter and Rob was there, I want to see that. The Holy Ghost. I want to see I want Him, to the right. Holy RT's Trinity. RT's daughter and uh, <laughs> Rob. Rob. The Holy Trinity. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see that movie. The whole E-Trinity. So, uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Oh, holy night. <laughs> They're Joel? in, all, Joel? They're in all of her holes. Who's all of her holes? Oh, holy <laughs> night, right the skies of all on your knees. And the angels calling. <laughs> oh. Yes! Yes! yes. So, uh, my SOS, I was thinking... Uh, next we have Genre Swap. Alright, i tell you what you're doing. Pull the old switcheroo! Switch it up. Brandon, Genre Swap. I'm gonna go with a corporate thriller uh, in the vein of Michael Clayton. So, Tommy... I'm out. <laughs> Aaron, Genre Swap. Yeah, I'd like to see this movie as kind of a rat race. I think Danny, he dies. They play a video will. And it's like, now that I'm dead, here's a treasure map race to go find my fortune. In one of these brake pads. Yeah, they all team up in pairs of two. And they go on this long, chaotic, wacky trip to go find this treasure to own Callahan Auto Parts, we can say. Yeah. Okay. And uh, they finally find it. And it's actually just a really sad suicide note that Danny, he wrote. And he killed himself. Yikes. What did it say? When you're a little kid, you're a little bit of everything. Artist, scientist, athlete, scholar. Sometimes it seems like growing up is a process of giving those things up one by one. 
wow. And Damn. it's supposed to just bring everyone together, but it doesn't really work because everyone's sad. They're more sad that they wasted so much time searching for this than that he's actually gone. So I feel like I wouldn't go to the theaters to see it, but if yeah, I had a sick yeah. day and it was yeah. on TV, you I might I might watch it. Yeah. Is there <laughs> is there a real fun movie up until the very yeah, end yeah. when it goes real sad? Is it a is there a lesson at the end where it's like the real treasure was inside of us all along? There tries like to that? be, but it doesn't work. Okay. The lesson Everything falls is behind. undercut with yeah. that suicide note. Right. It's okay. just a bizarre <laughs> twist that ruins the fun you were having. Kyle? It's called over the top. <laughs> over the top. Kyle, you have a genre swap? Uh yeah, let's see if this works i got a sci-fi action courtroom procedural hell yeah brother uh a lot of genres just like high five and confetti (laughs) turned into this genre yeah our our capitalization is this genre swap that's all that's all i had it's just like wouldn't it be cool if they could do that all right let's see like the brake pads are sentient no so basically so what i have is uh we see brian dennehy walk behind the portraits uh, and he's talking about the portraits as he's walking behind them. Yes. And then Tommy Boy's there. And so I was like, what if he had a disease where he has to constantly talk about what's around him? And sometimes it comes in handy where, like, this one situation where he's walking down the hallway, it's like, oh, yeah, my grandfather, my great-grandfather, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. It works. But he witnesses a murder one day just out on the street. And he's like, that guy looks like this, and he murdered this guy. And the killer hears him. And so then he has to go on the lam because the killer's like, this guy caught me. He saw me. I got to kill this guy. He said exactly who I am. He doesn't know he has the disease. So when he gets on the stand, the guy's just talking about the jurors and the jury and the the gavel and shit. And then the guy goes to kill him because he thinks he's going to testify. And he doesn't, but he misses. And uh, yeah, that guy goes to, yeah, that guy goes to jail. They catch him. I don't know where it goes from there. No, I, I love the idea of disease. The, the disease that you have yeah. to talk about what's in front of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, it's, it's very rare one. disease. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron is sitting in front of me. He's wearing a shirt. He's got an or elbow. Not, it could be behind you, like Portland Pickles, Go Blue Devils, Third Eye Blind. Portland Pickles are definitely my favorite yeah. wood bat oh, college summer yeah. league team. All right, yeah. let's move on to. Blu-ray price. How, How much, much would you, you pay if you, if you could only watch this movie on a Blu-ray? Well, like, how much would the you player. pay? Oh. <laughs> Brandon, how much would you pay? I'm going fourteen dollars. It's it's good enough, and it fills me in and with good enough feelings that like I'd like to watch it again. Okay, Kyle. Uh, this movie reminds me of macaroni and cheese. You 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 put it on because it's comfortable and it it's warm and familiar, you know, and you liked it a lot as a kid. But then you get older and you realize you hate cheese, and uh, you're also lactose intolerant, so you get kind of like sick after watching it. Um, Six ninety nine. Okay. Aaron. Fourteen ninety nine. Like what Brandon said. I feel like yeah. you just copy someone each week. You I decide who down. I'm copying. I wrote it down. It's been That's down. because you were copying his notes. I did 14. I did 14. He did 14.99. Yeah. Well, if I was doing trying a, to one a, up a me. Shtick, I would have gone like 14.01 or 13.99. Yeah. 14.01. Just I to be trying just to, to like, one up it. Oh, I was, what'd you say? 14. Oh, I yeah. thought he. Oh, yeah. All's I will I like. I I would like to say now before this airs. This is my resignation pod. <laughs> I'm out. All right. 
I'm Kyle, sick of you guys. So how Kyle compared it to Mac and Cheese, I'm going to compare this movie to a Capri Sun. Ooh, Loved it when fun. I was a kid. Wouldn't mind having one now, but I'm not going to go out of my way to get it. can turn you into some kind of silver it. ooze when you watch <laughs> yep. the secret of it. Uh, I'm paying a lot for this. I'm paying uh, $35. That's a one-up from Brandon on yep. sneakers. Oh, yes. You paid $34.99 on sneakers. Oh, you paid thirty four ninety nine for love sneakers. sneakers. Jesus, yeah. I love sneakers. It's a great movie. <laughs> All right, let's move on to does this work as a McSullivan vehicle? Brandon. Brandon, does this work as a McSullivan vehicle? I'm going with yes. After getting kicked off the police force for a third time and losing all of his retirement savings in a failed lotto scratcher get rich quick scheme, McSullivan has to find a new way to make ends meet. Make ends meet? <laughs> you know it. <laughs> uh, he decides that he hasn't done a sugar mama con in a long time. So he looks up some of the wealthiest single female business owners who are close to death. That's when he stumbles upon Gallahan Auto Parts, Ooh. a female-owned auto parts business run by some of the ladies from the ADW Productions, Gals Trip, and Galentine's Day. I know this is wow. silly because that would never happen. Well, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a McSullivan fan fiction. I like it. McSullivan decides to marry one of the old broads and have himself added to their will before they kick the bucket, leaving him with some extra spending cash. McSullivan chooses to marry Rhonda, a 72-year-old, no-nonsense, New Orleans native. <laughs> she drinks as hard, if not harder, than McSullivan, and doesn't mind dabbling in a little bit of the old cocaine. Now I know this is fan fiction. Hear no me one out. drinks yeah. Hear me out. Plus, uh, he, is he, also like 72. I'm not finished yet. <laughs> He's Rhonda. Yeah. I figured it out. Yeah. I figured That's it out. The story. What, what begins as a sugar mama con has the makings of true love as McSullivan grows to truly care about Rhonda. However, after the brake pads in her car fail, Rhonda gets in a horrible car accident and sadly passes away. She leaves her shares of Gallahan Auto Parts to Mac, and after quickly getting over his heartbreak, he decides to liquidate the entire company and spend the money on lotto scratchers. Mac wins 2500 in scratcher money and buys his way back onto the police force. Why didn't he just... Nope. Poses Scratchers. a scratcher delivery guy. And just yeah, and when he goes, I'm, yeah. here to, I'm here to deliver your scratchers. Give me all your scratchers. Here's your scratchers. Give me your scratchers. Yeah, Seems exactly. like he already had one of those cons. We call those worked. the old switcheroo. Pull the old switcheroo. Kyle, does this work as a McSullivan vehicle? Uh, we'll see. I don't know. But McSullivan is one of Tommy Boy's rugby player friends. Uh, when he... <laughs> When he hears rugby, rugby, rugby player, player friend, <laughs> he's a rugby player friend guy. Uh, McSullivan is one of Tommy Boy's rugby player friends. When he hears of his college drinking buddy's heart attack, he rushes to Tommy Boy's side so he can console him. Similar to Sneakers, when McSullivan sees Bo Derek was set to marry Dennehy, he knows something is afoot. McSullivan tasks Michelle with digging up dirt on her and Rob Lowe since Tommy insists she is an ally and confidant. Michelle tells McSullivan Bo Derek and Rob Lowe are banging, which McSullivan finds interesting. <laughs> McSullivan gets the drop on them and threatens to expose their plan to Tommy Boy, but for the right price, he's willing to keep quiet as to not hurt his friend with their nefarious plot. 
That price is a threesome with Bo Derek and Rob Lowe. They all bang. Michelle catches them banging and threatens to expose McSullivan's plan to keep their plan under wraps unless McSullivan is willing to pay the right price. <laughs> Let <laughs> me guess. <laughs> McSullivan bangs Michelle, <laughs> and they all agree not to tell Tommy Boy about their plan to steal his dad's money. McSullivan tells Tommy Boy nothing is going on, and he's heading back to <clears throat> NOLA. The movie ends with Bo Derek leaving Roblo and following Mac to New Orleans. McSullivan puts on the song, I know you want to leave me, but it's an edited version where that's the only line and it repeats over and over so that Bo Derek, the old hag, will move on and leave him alone as he wasn't even really interested in banging Bo Derek and really only got semi-firm from Rob Lowe mostly. <laughs> well, Bo Derek is writing McSullivan. Well, Bo Derek. <laughs> Well, Bo Derek is writing McSullivan. She has a heart attack, and it is revealed she left all of her inheritance to McSullivan, who spends it to purchase Callahan auto parts in full, and he fires Tommy Boy for his incompetence. Wow. That's for his yeah. incompetence and, or for his impotence? Uh, maybe a little column A, column B situation. <laughs> Aaron, McSullivan? You know, I think this does work as a McSullivan view. I saw you when Brandon was going. You wrote down two words, and that's all <laughs> you needed. Two words that were writing up in my head. <laughs> so Pops and McSullivan are out doing their sales trip uh, to save Callahan Auto Parts. Of course. Their trip takes them all the way to Jasper, Missouri, to Red's <laughs> Auto Store, Auto Shop. Oh. They're trying to sell Red these auto parts, and he says, look, I can't buy brake pads because... My shop keeps getting blown up by Brad Wesley. Mm -hmm. Continuously blown up. Sullivan's like, hey, what's this Brad Wesley guy up to? Like, sounds like he's got a cool racket going on this town. So he tries to join Brad Wesley's racket. Then he runs into Dalton and Sam Elliott, who are like, look, we're trying to end this shit. Pops and McSullivan fight Dalton and Sam Elliott. (laughs) Sam Elliott's hitting him, and he's like, you're too old for this shit, too. (laughs) He's like, shut up, mijo. God Come damn on, it, how are you so nimble? <laughs> yeah. Chris Farley fights Tinker or the other fat guy. Wow. Yeah, there's that. That would be good. Uh, so they're only like Carrie, they're only Carrie like, Ann, is that her name? Yeah, yeah, of course. Her and Michelle tangle up, they mm. get into a whole thing. So all the people that are only like kind of related to the plot are still fighting anyways. Yeah, because okay. the Tommy Boy crew's trying to join Brad Wesley. This guy's got a cool town going. And here. Then, if we get in with then, him, we could definitely sell yeah, the break Tinker pads. fight. Break, break, break it, and then here. the Tinker fight that you were talking about is like a new challenger approaches, and it's Kevin James. Wow! <laughs> yes. or, now it's a two on two. Yes. Or a taxidermy <laughs> bear. Yeah. 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 He's like, is that a taxidermy bear? It's like, no, it's Kevin James. <laughs> You can unlock the taxidermy bear. <laughs> the end. I the end. love that. Well, Joel, do you have any closing remarks? Uh, no. Previously on Extreme Filing. Dun dun. I don't like Gary to use cabinets. I've got my own system. Minutes and Forty-five seconds. Let's see if Todd has what it takes to unseat him. There's a show of people that watch Extreme Filing that have extreme OCD, and it's kind of related. Is our Kevin James project? Ooh, that is. I don't get it. So I'm gonna go through and watch all the Kevin James episodes of everything ever that he's done. Write uh, synopsises and brief summaries Synopsi. of the episodes. Synopsis. 
mm-hmm. Octopi, and I'm going to put that online. But Kyle and Dan are going to do a documentary of me doing that. Mm-hmm. We think the documentary of me losing my mind and doing a bunch of Kevin James cataloging. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we think Archiving. that'll be a bigger deal, and if we do a documentary about them making the documentary about me, so here's the layers. What I, he, no, the I, layers I've got is. an idea. I've got an idea. Can I just can I just interject for a second? You all wear GoPros on your head. Aaron has his own documentary from his point of view GoPro of the whole process. You guys put together your documentary yeah. from your GoPro footage. No, so what it is, it's it's we position it as like, hey. We heard you're like the biggest Kevin James fan in the world. One of them. We want to come, you know, document. It's 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 all based around what's it called? The race. Something Amazing stupid. race. You know, it's the new Kevin James Netflix show. It's called uh, the Pit. It, the Crew. Crew. It's called the Crew. Yeah, that's what it is. It's called the Crew. Kevin James is playing a NASCAR enthusiast or like Something NASCAR, NASCAR pit related. guy. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. But basically, it all stemmed from Aaron sent me an Instagram post of Kevin James promoting the show, <laughs> and I was like, in the background, you can see the episode titles. <clears throat> and Aaron had previously done a Kevin Can Wait synopsis website called kevincanwait.com if you want to check There's it out. There's some hyphens, hyphens there, but if you between find it, Kevin you'll... Can Wait. <laughs> so we were like, what if you right now get a jump on the crew and you're the go-to crew fan site where it's like in the back of the Instagram post, here's the episode titles and you can see this so when you zoom in. So it's the crew conspiracy stuff. When the crew sort comes of. out, Kyle and I are going to take off work for like two days. <laughs> and just blow through the episodes. And do podcasts where Kyle just introduces the episode and then mm-hmm. I'd read my synopsis. So we're doing a documentary on him binging the show and then doing his own podcast about the show by himself. And it's like it turns into a like we we have his podcast that documents what he's actually feeling. We have our podcast that's exploring the kind of depraved not okay What's kevin james yeah. right you know right. and then on top of that he's recording us doing his <laughs> own podcast about how people exploit people <laughs> who are obsessed and create entertainment out of their mental deficiencies trifecta i'm, I'm gonna need absolute 311 to figure all that well, out absolute, 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 absolute 311 or you just gotta smoke a little that'll do it for this episode of i would five like guys to hear flicking around kyle's final since he's quitting this kyle this episode. since this You're is your last, last pod any your words? manifesto any yeah. parting words thank you for listening to what has been a very tumultuous episode that i've personally found repugnant I can't believe that my colleagues would shit on the prehistoric jungle. Basically, I've done this 35 weeks now. I'm sick of signing off with my resignation. You just do the thing that you play every time, Aaron, where you're like, go to Instagram, go here. No one goes anywhere. No one gives a shit. People don't listen to us. Be sure be sure to catch Kyle and two One Tree Hillers. I am uh, doing that talk. still. No, that's that's a good one. We're both I think very we excited have nice about synergy yeah, on that we're one. Both, we're both very excited for flow. where this is going, where it is yang. right now. Yeah, it's two one toth. Yeah, look it up we're, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Not Apple. Not Podcast. Apple. We can't get clearance there. <laughs> but we are giving you something to toth about. Yep. And uh, we and hope you like tothing with us. And we will be every. Three to seven weeks doing Whenever a new episode. Whenever we get around to the next episode, <laughs> probably the next will be a while. Will come out. <laughs> uh, Joel, you want to end it? Well, that'll do it for this episode of Five Guys Flicking Around. You can visit our website at 5gfapod.com. You can find us on Instagram at Five Guys Flicking Around. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. 
Pollard's not here, but I hope you know that everything I said goes for you as well. <laughs> you piece of shit. Yeah. Because I, I want to hear it. <laughs> Alright, just do the whole thing. Just do the whole thing really quick. Hey guys, this is Kevin Sorbo from Hercules, and you just listened to the Five Guys Flicking Around podcast. You really did. Aaron, Brian, Brandon. Yeah, who else is it? Kyle, Aaron, well, not Kyle anymore. Joel. Aaron, Aaron used you to be. Me out. <laughs> hey guys, this is Kevin Sorbo from Hercules, and you just listened to the Five Guys Flicking Around podcast. You really did. Aaron, Brandon, Joel, Ryan. Sometimes, Kyle, keep up the good work, and please, please do Knock Around Guys episode, because I want to see it. Bye. I will say, I have been wanting to do a Knock Around Guys episode for, I will come back for the Knock Around Guys, I won't mm-hmm. be back for any sure, others. Sure, sure. I'm just saying that now. Okay, bye. Look what I have created. I have made fire. I have made fire. I think this is one of the traits of a really good producer. I'm not ashamed keep no more. the talent happy. You just killed a helicopter with a car. Alright, boys. Alright, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break yourself, fool. Oh, I'm sorry, did I break your concentration? It's important that we get together on this thing. If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing, I could just glue it. You sandbagging son of a bitch. Y'all ready to bust some ass? Lick a license. Lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers Let here. Me lick you. I am an FBI agent. You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you're entitled to. You know who I am. You that silly ass reporter from the Channel 5 News, ain't you? I'm Mo Green. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go. I'm bored, let's go. Do your best Dan Aykroyd, Joel. I sell auto parts for the American working man because that's what I am and that's who I care about. Dave Chappelle. Hey, man! <laughs> oh. My boobs hit it. Just to have those huge uh, milk, pr- milk producing That's what brains. I was going to say is who yeah. could provide more milk? <laughs> A cow or my drugs? Bo Derek Lady is new, but we know nothing about yeah, her. She is Bo you know. Derek Lady. Well, where are they? I don't see them. You're too busy staring at my tits to answer, huh? <laughs> Housekeeping, you want me to jerk you off? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Are you a minor in like itty bitty sized steaks? Hey, kids. <laughs> we got ribeye. <laughs> we know Travolta's gullible and will oh. fall for any religion. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so he's kind of an idiot. Yeah. Richard Jewell. <laughs> I did not bomb my wife. <laughs> I am not a bomber. It's a teeny tiny. Underwear. Tiny underwear on that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how I prefer his physique. I don't know what that means. <clears throat> I don't know either. Yeah, I guess. He'd probably walk around with a ball gag, though. Or he gets stung and there's like an my girl thing where like oh, one of them Oh, there dies. you go. Richard's Richard's Wait, for yeah. sure allergic to bees. Ooh, you haven't seen that yet? Ooh. I've seen like the first like Who's died in your girl? You talk about how you love my girl too and you never saw the first one. I saw most of the first one. <laughs> you did. It's a fun movie. <laughs> Which is why you went, you're like, I want to see how that ends. I'm going to go to the second yeah. one. <laughs> I was like, I know There's how this ends. It's going to end happy. <laughs> Tell the truth. I love Hitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Son Mostly of a hitch. because of Kevin James. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He was a lot like uh, David Allen Greer's character in Jumanji. Alan! <laughs> Capital of Alabama is Montgomery. But yeah, just, you know. It's layered in that way. That's all I gotta say about that one. So we got ten Windelos stickers on. Holy shit! Whoa. 
I had to make a new email address. I made cooldanmiller at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, ugly Dan. Or it's not Ugly Dan. It's like Stupid Dan or yeah. Dumb Dan. Or... 